Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret, and welcome to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. Every time I make this show, I try and choose some kind of topic that will be generally interesting to most people. This week, I thought I'd talk about against all odds. I'm sure you've actually heard that expression a lot, you know, I'm up against a brick wall and it doesn't look like I'm going to get anywhere. It's something in my life that's not working. I feel like I'm against all odds. Well, perhaps you think you have the answers, which means try. Try really hard. Try over and over again. Keep going till you're thoroughly exhausted. And even then, perhaps you might not get anywhere, that you might absolutely lose every opportunity that there supposedly could be, might be, or ought to be out there. And here you are at the end of your rope, feeling desperate, feeling lost, feeling miserable. So I'd like to cheer you up a little. I'd like to talk about some of the people in the world, not by name, but by examples, that these people have gone out there and done something that you and I would probably never try to do. So let's begin at the beginning. Let's think of a newborn baby. It hasn't got any judgments yet. It hasn't learned to talk or speak or walk. And the doctor looks at this tiny little baby and says, I'm sorry, Mom, but we don't think your baby's going to make it through the night. And then everybody starts to pray. Everybody starts to focus on healing that little infant. And for some unknown miracle, unknown idea, way, truth, whatever you might want to call it, that baby survives the night. And then comes the next step of helping that baby to live. It may be surgeons, it may be special people who have something to do with how the heart works or how we hear something or see something and they do another miracle. They perform their skills and talents in some way and bring that child even more into consciousness of arrival in this world. What makes those people take a chance and use their skills against all odds to try and make something better? It's in our nature. It's deep inside us. It's our spiritual consciousness that inspires us to believe that somehow, in some way, we can do something that seems to be impossible. We can create the miracle. We can show people by our efforts that something is possible. Well, are you sitting there right now saying, I don't believe that. I've learned by my life's experiences that everything I try to do just seems to go wrong. I don't have any skills or abilities. I've given up. I know in my life there were lots of times when I really, really wanted to give up. You know, people around me were telling me 
you'll never do it, it's not possible, or you're too young, or you're too old, <laughs> whatever it might be in some way. And yet, there's something in me I know, every time someone tells me it can't be done, there's something in me saying, I want to at least have a go. I learned something recently in Japan. The word try means experience. Here in English language, we think try means struggle, push yourself, try and do something that's hard work. Well, against all odds, does say that, doesn't it? I wrote a book called The Rejection Syndrome, and you've probably heard me talk about it before. In that book, I explain how we all come in with a soul structure, a coding that gives us a character and a deep personality and ways and means of experiencing our life. Well, just imagine for a moment, if you're listening to me, that you were born with maybe a limb missing or you were born with sight deficiency or hearing deficiency, something wrong. Maybe you're one of those people that just accepted that and worked with it and didn't really think about anything being not normal because in your world it is normal. But for people who have had skills and talents and lost them, they've lost an arm, they've lost a leg after using them for a certain amount of time, it's suddenly the end of the world. Yet, at that moment, that moment when you face self and say, I'm missing that limb or I'm missing my eye, there's something in me that says, I'm not going to accept that I can't do something. And somewhere deep inside yourself, you find this motivation, this ambition, if you like, this drive to overcome any obstacles that seem to be in your way. And as I said earlier, you're going to beat the odds because you know you're up against those odds, but you're going to beat them. Well, in the rejection syndrome, there are some stories where I talk about people who have actually pushed themselves beyond their limits and gone into a different dynamic where they've come to understand and learn so much more about themselves. I'm happy to announce that we finally got our new website up, which is www.sumariscenter.com. That's S for sugar, U M for mother, A R I S for sugar, C E N T R.com. So you can go there. And uh, you can see all the things that I'm up to. You can also hit on the page for all my YouTubes and see all my videos there on the website. So I'm really, really excited about the fact that I have sumaricenter.com redone. So please go there and see what I'm up to. But in the meantime, I want to say some of those videos will explain to you how to be positive how to overcome rejection and how to go on to manifest all sorts of things that you might want to do. But let's come back to that small baby. That small baby that is 
supposedly struggling, struggling for life. Well, you know, we all struggle to live. I want to remind you that coming through the birth canal is a big deal. We got to struggle and push with our head and our neck and our legs to get out. And once we get out, then we have to start feeling this world. We have to start centering the energy that's going on around us. We have to decide what is good and what is bad. But of course, we can't speak yet. We can't describe our discomforts. So we end up just crying or laughing, and I've talked about this on some other shows. But what we don't realize is that those early, early feelings, those early, early struggles are part of the conditioning of living life. And from that moment, we are here to survive. And we're going to survive no matter what the obstacles, because we want to enjoy living. I was speaking to some people recently about what fun they're having in their lives. They looked at me as though I was asking a silly question. You know, it's like, why are you asking me this? I'm too busy to enjoy my life. I have to struggle every day to make enough money to buy some food, to put it on the table for my kids to eat. I have to push myself to work longer hours. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm ill. And yet, somehow, I find that energy to keep going. Well, when I asked them, where do you think that energy comes from? They looked at me again as though I was asking a silly question and said, well, me. But what is me? You know, we have many, many thoughts in our mind. We have many, many emotions attached to those thoughts. And I've talked about those things on other shows, which you might like to go back to and listen to again. But what I haven't talked about is your brain. Actually, the brain is a marvelous organ all on its own. And without it, where would you be? A vegetable? Well, perhaps you might think someone who is not really active in their body as a vegetable. But it doesn't mean that their spirit isn't working inside that body. It doesn't mean that they can't hear, see, feel or touch anyone else who comes and goes in that room. To us, looking on, they may be an empty, vacant space. But to them, they're having an experience. And how are they having that experience? Over the years, I've been paying great attention to the workings of the brain. Science has finally caught up with many of the things that I've been trying to explain to people over 40 years ago. Science has proved now that in the early beginnings of a baby growing, there is a brain cell that creates a sort of tube for you to understand. And from there, lots of other little cells grow, and we call them neurons. And those neurons spread out and grow even more neurons, and so on, until your brain has over 200 billion of them in your brain flowing throughout your body. What do neurons do? They carry energy. 
energy is electrical impulses, impulses that are on, off, up, down, in, out. They're opposing energies that help you to define who you are. So when you touch something with your fingertips, you can feel it very sensitively. Your brain has to receive that impulse from your fingertips up through certain neurons, impulsing on and off up through your spine all the way up to your brain where your brain is then categorizing all the things that you've ever done with this new experience. And of course, at that point, you have a choice. You can get into a loop and you can run the same message over and over again, such as, I can't do this, I don't know how, I've never done it before, I'm afraid to do it, etc. Or you can say, this is an opportunity for me to learn something new. I can challenge myself. Even though my brain says, I don't know how, I don't know what to do, I don't know when or where to do it, I can start right now on a survival level to learn. Now let's go back in time again, back to let's say you're a year old. At a year you're crawling around, you're learning to walk, you're smiling, you're giggling, you're touching everything inside and you're definitely putting everything in your mouth. Well, during that time, you were telling yourself, I like this, or I don't like this. This makes me feel safe, or this is kind of nervy, I'm, I'm falling, or I'm uncomfortable, I'm unsafe. And so, during that first year, there you are, categorizing all those neurons into energy points in your brain, which we call neural pathways. And those neural pathways stimulate all your thoughts, all your emotions to connect to every muscle in your body, allowing you to sit up, walk, move, touch, and very sensory in everything you touch. So your fingertips, your mouth, your lips are very, very sensitive, and of course your private parts too. So. In that first year, you are pushing yourself to learn. And you're doing it at such a fast rate that your brain is processing and processing and processing. Your brain is processing every little thing you do, every little thing you touch. Moment after moment, second after second, your brain is receiving light impulses which allow you to process them into a form, a picture, which you then identify as something you know. So when you talk about going up against all odds, the first thing that your brain is going to do is going to look for what you believe are your survival levels. So let's take a minute and think about that. What does survival mean to you? Does it mean putting on a coat when you're freezing cold or stripping down when it's the opposite? Maybe it means to you driving with your safety belt on in the car. 
Or perhaps it means to you going out in the garden having a quiet cigarette while nobody's around so you can have a moment of peace. Of course, we have 101 ideas about what is safe. And everything that we try to do comes back to being safe on a survival level. Now, if we go back in time again to a five-year-old child, by then a child has learned to put everything into categories. School, home, family members, strangers, journeys to unknown places versus the same old place, the same old day, day in, day out. Depending on how much we're exposed to, we slowly learn that we can go beyond our boundaries. Now, perhaps you've never really thought about your boundaries. I think I did a show on our limitation and restrictions earlier on. But anyway, let me repeat myself if I am and say, what are boundaries? Well, some people say they're rules. Some people say they're moral and ethic codes. Some people say they're to do with our strength, our body abilities. And some people say it has to do with our psychology and our emotional output. Or maybe it's all of those. But whatever it is, we have to have a starting place. And most of us, when we're up against a brick wall, when we're up against all odds, we say, I've got fighting talk here. I'm not going to go down dying, as it were. I'm not going to surrender and just be a wimp. I'm going to find this energy and I'm going to push to get myself up and out, away from restrictions, away from limitations, away from the oppression of other people. I'm going to focus on trying to do something that nobody thought I would ever do. That I would do something that seems to be impossible. Well, of course, you're five years old. Um, what do you know of life? Not too much. But even so, when you're in school, you come up against other kids who are challenging you. And in your own way, you challenge them back. And little by little, you learn. And by the time you're a late teenager, you've already decided the kind of things you'd like to do in your life. Let's say you want to become a doctor. Okay, um, you've got to go to college, you've got to push yourself to learn all those lectures and write all those theses. And even then, when you finally got through those final examinations, you still got to go and practice in a hospital as an intern for a while. And then maybe a little later, you've got to uh, specialize and focus on some kind of field that you feel is right for you. And even later in life, you might find that you've suddenly decided, hey, this is not me. I don't want to be this kind of surgeon or this kind of eye doctor. I want to be something else. Maybe I want to become a mechanic. Well, that seems to be a big change, doesn't it? But the bottom line is, sometimes we need an object, a, a big block, if you like, to get in our way that will say, hey, you can't do what you've been doing. You have to start doing something that is different. Now, right now, we're all looking at the shift. And the shift is forcing us to think about doing something else. 
So if you're in that frame of mind, you might like to go back to some of my old shows and listen to those because there's lots of insight and inspiration on my show Journey into an Unknown World. Or you might want to go to my website, sumarisenter.com, and listen to some of my videos there. Or perhaps if you're the kind of person that's really looking for a new career in alternative medicine, healing and so on, perhaps you'd like to do one of my courses or someone else's. You see, it doesn't really matter what you decide to do. What does matter is that you're motivated by your instinct to survive and that should in some way, at some point in your mindset or emotions, stimulate you with passion and desire to actually try doing something. We all have a spirit inside and I'm sure you've all followed me in different shows hearing me refer constantly to our spirit inside ourselves. And maybe you'd like to go back and listen to the show on psychic development. Well, this shift that we're all going through right now is not just a shift in spiritual consciousness about the way that we think about God and our religions and so on. It's also a shift in the way our brains work. So all over the place, people are saying to me, my brain feels strange. Sometimes I get tinglings in my head. Sometimes I feel like I'm blank and I can't think of what I was going to say or do. But then another thought comes, something different, but so much wiser and clearer in my mind about myself and what I want to do. Well, if you have that kind of thing happening, your brain is actually breaking down the old memories and trying to get you to do something else. You may not realize it at first until that happens over and over again. And when it does, what you're going to find yourself realizing is that the old style of thinking and feeling, the old habits, a routine that you've been going through are boring, don't work, and are causing you pain and suffering and probably a great deal of confusion. So yet again, I want to remind my listeners, as I have done before, that if you're stuck in this kind of rut and you need direction, I'll be happy to channel for you the counseling, reading, spirit guides, information for you. And all you have to do is go back to my website, www.sumaricenter.com and connect with me there or write to me on my email, which is drmargaretrvc at gmail.com. That's drmargaretrvc at gmail.com and I will answer you. I never ignore any of my emails. Also, what you might want to take a little time out to listen to is my show on crystal acupuncture. Crystal acupuncture is the use of stones that have been cut to a point which allow you to push your energy through that crystal, amplifying your energy, and then moving that energy through the meridians 
through all your neurons up into your brain to help your brain shift your point of view on yourself. Now let's go back to Against All Odds. After all, that's what the show is about. If you are in a crisis, if you are having a health problem, or you're locked down by emotional mental dispositions, let's call it that, of other people, or if you find yourself working in environments that don't please you, please stop and think to yourself, why am I still here? Or why am I still miserable? Or why am I not trying to do something to improve my life and the standards of things that I do? At that point, I suggest that you go online and look for models, people who have been up against the odds and have achieved success, and realize that you're no different from them, that you can will yourself to learn new things, try new things, do new things, and overcome whatever obstacles are in your way. I've helped people to come back from strokes, heart attacks, to full waking healthy energy in spite of or despite medical doctors saying they will never walk again or they will never talk and so on. And I've done that with the crystal acupuncture and many other modalities that I'm able to do for them. Now in the same way, you can help other people, whether you use my therapies or someone else's therapies, you can be there for them to help them come up against whatever issues they've got, help them overcome it and achieve something very successful. So this show is not necessarily about your odds against issues that you're dealing with. It's also about helping other people. You know, psychologically, we tend to tell ourselves that we're not able to help others or we're not able to help ourselves. We have a lot of self-talk dialogue that's going on in our brain. Well, have you ever stopped to think what's actually happening in your brain? There's a little storm going on and the more you talk to yourself and the more you pro and con the ups and downs and ins and outs of your situation, the more of a storm you're creating in your brain. So just think of an electrical storm. You, you can watch it in the sky. You can see these electrical impulses that come down and hit the ground. You can see flashes across the sky. Well, that's what your brain's doing. It's sending impulses from neuron to neuron, up and down your brain, from left to right, in and around, over and above, under and through, and so on. Your brain depends on your oxygen. It depends on glucose. It depends on you being active. Now, you may think of someone like a paraplegic and think, well, you know, they're amazing. They can get in their wheelchair. They can play basketball. They can do all these things. They are good models to see that even though the brain is not able to control half of the body, the rest is working very well. I have heard many people give me many excuses over the years and I always come back to the same question I ask them. 
do you want to get better? Now, a lot of people will say yes, but their eyes say no. We have to be honest and we have to admit that sometimes it's easier to just kick back, be lazy, let other people struggle for us and hope that by the way that they live their lives, we will survive. But what if you were the only one? I remember a, a show years ago that I used to listen to on the radio. I can't remember the name, something about Desert Island. but. Anybody who was on that island was given a choice of what music or things they'd like to take with them onto that island while they survive. Well, you may not be young enough or old enough, I don't know, <laughs> to ever remember that show, but even now I'm saying to you, if you did have to choose one or two things to keep that would be important to your survival, what would it be? I know for me, the most treasured thing I have is my free will. I can choose to do anything I want to do, any time of the day. Even if I'm sleeping, I can choose to wake myself up, and I can do that because my brain is working. You know your left side brain? Well, it's your right side body. And the opposite, of course, with the other side of your brain. We don't really think about our brain. We don't really give our brain much of a rest. So I'm going to encourage you to do something simple like a crossword or read a book or paint a painting and allow your mind to just flow with what you're reading or focusing on because that's where your brain rests. It never switches off because if it did, you'd be dead. So survival is about teaching you to use your brain well. Again, if you'd like to talk to me, please contact me on my website www.sumariscenter.com or write to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com. Now, on my last show, I think I talked a little bit about healing, and uh, today I'd like to remind you that I do have a website, especially for you. Um, it's to download a healing meditation that is free. If you'd like it, just simply go there. It's www.drmargaretrvc.com. I'll repeat that. www.drmargaretrvc.com. Seemed to be in a tongue-twisting moment today. Well, that's not surprising considering my brain is trying to work late at night. Yes. The brain does get tired, and yes, we do need to rest it. So having naps, little naps through the day, or making sure you have at least four hours deep sleep is important. Tapping into your brain is very important for you. And one of the ways that you can do that to help yourself rebalance, refocus, and get yourself directed into doing something new is to meditate. Um, you may know that I have a book called 50 Spiritually Powerful Meditations. Um, I'm happy to announce that it soon will be up as an ebook, and you will be able to download that. The point of this book is for you to read the script aloud onto your recorder 
and then listen to your own voice taking you into a meditation of your choice. There are 50 of them. Powerful. I've done them all and they do work. So you might like to get that and help yourself. Or if you're really stuck, write to me, ask me questions, I'll give you some answers. And if you need a reading or psychic counselling, I can do that for you too. So let's go back to my title, Against All Odds. Don't make your wall too high. I had someone recently who said, when asked how high is your wall, they said, oh, about 22 feet. I said, how tall are you? She said, five foot. I said, how are you going to get over it with no ladder? She thought a while, and then she thought, I'll have to walk around it. I said, what if it's miles long? She said, I'll be tired. And I said, well, perhaps you can just knock the wall down. She looked at me in surprise and said, but it's so big. I said, just knock out one brick in the bottom, and it will all come tumbling down. So in the same way, take away a habit. Take away a thought that you've been holding on to. Push it out of your mind. Replace it with a new one. Your brain will adapt. Your wall will come tumbling down and you'll find you can wake up with a refreshed attitude and an idea that you can do anything and that you are no longer up against all odds, but instead are ready, revitalized, rejuvenated to learn something new. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this show and that you will tell other people about it. For those who don't know, you can go to iTunes and download all the back shows that I've done. I can understand why it would not be uh, feasible for you to listen to Dr. Margaret all day and all night to catch up on the shows, but please do go to iTunes and download it. And uh, please do Twitter it, Facebook it, LinkedIn or whatever to help me share this show with people you know whom you think may need help and may enjoy the show. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to my show. I love to hear from you. So if you're in a mind to give me feedback about the shows or have a request of a topic that you would like me to talk about, please, please write to me. Please let me know. So until the next show, be safe, be happy, and above all else, be well.